welcome to the Girl Gains Podcast. I'm Amber P, IFBB Bikini Pro. And I'm Alexis Adams, IFBB Wellness Pro. On our podcast, we share everything from the good, the bad, the do's and the don'ts with the hopes of helping all female athletes. Get ready for some serious girl gains. What is up and welcome back to another episode of the Girl Gangs Podcast. Happy New Year, you guys. It's 2024 and you can not only just listen to us now via your whatever podcast platform, you can see us on YouTube, all right? So I'll go ahead and tell you right now, y'all are probably going to see us eating and drinking. If you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. Um, We're not going to be all dressed up and pretty all the time either. So just, this is what everyone was requesting. So here we are. How you doing, Alexis? I'm good. Good, good, good. It has been, whoo. December December was a whirlwind. There was some fun stuff, some not so fun stuff. However, we've made it. And 2023, I don't know about you, it felt like a really long year towards the beginning. But then once we got towards the end, it was just like, boom, gone. Yeah, it was like long and fast at the same time. <clears throat> and a lot happened in 2023. So maybe should we do a recap? Yes. So let's see. Starting January, mm-hmm. the Arnold list comes out. And my name's not on it. February, my name is on it. March, we do the Arnold. <laughs> that is crazy. And then won my first pro show. Yeah. And then I'm going into the off season as Amber's cranking up her prep yeah and then april april was charlotte pro am that was like yeah that yes, was the first that show was... of the season that i worked that was a really good show yeah and then may we went to pittsburgh for pittsburgh pro that was fun that's when I was like yes. really starting to slow up because I was I was getting leaner and I, I'll never forget it was day two for bikini and my stomach was hurting so bad and that's when you gave me one of those damn shreddable pills it like nearly knocked me out of my damn shoes. I told her this will make you poop. Oh this will make you go. She was not and lying. she's like, okay, and then she's doing makeup and she's like I'm like I told you that it was going like I did not lie. I have magic pills and I deploy them when necessary. You and guys. that is a go to the bathroom pill. And like, and I got questions in my DMs about it. You guys, that is not something that I personally, like, I- I'm sensitive to caffeine anyway, but that is not something that I would just utilize. Like, oh, can't take a shit. Let me pop one of these. Like, no, that thing had me feeling crazy, 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 but it worked. June was Junior Nats and that was the most confident I've ever gone into a show and the most discouraged I had ever felt after a show. So that was definitely a bust, but you guys know how the story ended. Junior Nats, that's one of my favorite shows just in general. So if you are an athlete and you're prepping and you're going to be running the national circuit, highly recommend you do Junior Nats because it's just ran so smoothly. Literally like the hotel is like one of those with the kitchen inside of it. And you just walk a couple of steps outside and you're right there at the venue. So 
And you like that one too, because that's where you got your book art at. Yeah. And it's just like, it's very well ran. Like you're not mm-hmm. questioning where you should be backstage. Um, I, yeah, I liked it. And like the, the stage production is really mm-hmm. nice. It's, it's like when I did that show the first year that I did it in 2021, I was surprised, but it also like made you feel like you were ready for the next level. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I felt like it prepared me for like what a pro stage feels like. Well, and you know, this year, Junior Nats and a bikini pro show are on the same day. So if you're planning. No, they're back to back. Oh, they're back to back. It used to be men Friday, women Saturday. Women are Friday. Uh So that if you win your pro card in bikini, you can compete on Saturday. Okay, I'm glad you told me that because I need to go back and switch that in my in my calendar. So that's great. So if you get your pro card, go ahead, do your pro debut the next day. It makes sense. You're already there. You're already lean. You're a fresh pro. Like you can hold off not having any food until like, for another 12 hours. Like just trust me, do that. That's gonna be so cool. <laughs> yes. So that was June, July, Universe my rinky dink rundown sketchy hotel that I got for all of us, which never, ever again, if you live in Jersey, if you're from Jersey and you love Jersey, I'm going to say a prayer for you because I am so sorry. Jersey is the ass crack of America. I just mm-mm. ain't no way I would live there. No, 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 just, just no. <laughs> shout out to Miriam. Cause I love Miriam. And I know she lives there. She's a bikini pro as well. And it's just, whoo, can't do it. However, universe, I had the most piss poor attitude. I did not want to do that show. I was afraid of that show because the first time I did it, I bombed. I got third call outs. And it's so funny because when I went into that show, I was not expecting to do well at all. So being on stage and I was just, and they moved me to the center. I I literally remember like walking on stage. I said to myself, let's see how this shit goes. We're probably about to bomb it again. And so the fact that I went on stage thinking that, and that did not happen at all. No, going into the, going into universe, I knew that that was how you felt. Um, and I couldn't like, I get it. It's, it's sucky, especially when you think you're going to do well, especially having done the Olympia now and been in a similar, I would say spot. Yeah. Um, it's like, you want to do the show in like some part of you does want to do the show. It's like, you're there, you're ready. Your body comp is there, but it's like, I did so poorly why would I do this again? Like you've got the rational side, the wanting side and like the unknowing side, which is bodybuilding of, you don't know what's about to happen. And it's hard to wrap your mind around that and going in like that morning, going into the show, I told Olivia, I was like, I need, like, I'm, I'm not doubting that Amber's going to be a pro, but when she wins her freaking pro card today, I need to be clear as freaking day. Like I need her to be moved to stay there, to spin, to stay there, to spin, and go off the stage. Like, don't bounce us around. Don't give us questioning for the next five hours in between prejudging and finals. Like, I need her to move, hold it, leave. Thank you. And that is what you freaking did. (laughs) Yeah, that's literally what happened. Because when they moved me to the middle, I was like, oh, okay, well, let's see. Like, I was shocked the whole time. And then, like, once they... I think they spun us twice. That's when my heart started beating. I was like, 
oh, they've spent us twice and they haven't moved me once. This is very interesting. And so then by the last time they made us hit our back post, I remember saying, Shanice, push your glutes because she was next to me. I was like, okay, so I think we're first and second. And so then we walked off stage and I was just kind of like, okay. And I was still a little bit in disbelief. I didn't believe it. It's kind of like you don't want to get too excited because we all know like where you land where you end sometimes might not be the case because if it is if it is close keep in mind this is a production it's a show you know what I mean so they have to keep the show going they have to keep it entertaining so long story short it went well it was well worth the suck it was well worth the sketchy ass hotel it was just all good so that was July and at this point you, you had all, yeah, because you started prep at Junior Nats. Yes. yes. So you were, you started your prep at Junior Nats. And then August was pro debut. I got my beautiful, beautiful KH custom suit. Shout out to Krista. She's the best. We are her athletes. Code Alexis A or Amber P to save you money's off. Best posing suits, just best suits in general. And that was such a cool moment because that was the first time I'd ever done a show. I had no expectations. I had no stress. I knew this was the worst my physique had looked all year, but I was just kind of like, whatever. I mean, I'm a pro now because I was still shook off of like being a pro. Like it only like two, three weeks. So did that. The goal was to not come in last place. I did that. Mission accomplished. I wanted to do Nashville Fit Show, but it just wasn't a good idea. I was tired. I really, because like, this is one of those situations where it's like mentally you want to go, but I was just thinking about my physique and I could see how things were just kind of like starting to dwindle the way. And I was tired because again, I talked about it. Like this last prep for me was next level and you'll understand like the more you do, but this is, I had to get dirty this was the darkest this was the hardest this was the leanest it was the lowest like the car like everything it it was just next level I had to go places that I'd never gone before and sometimes yes that is necessary when you want to be the best but also when you have to go the deepest you've ever gone before it's exhausting and your body sometimes can clock out and (laughs) mentally you can clock out too I mean Alexis you know you've experienced it well and that's how I was going into my pro debut at Tampa like um, I remember coming out of junior nationals. I was like, yes, pro debut. When do you want me to do it? I was mm-hmm. thinking it was going to be further out. And then Nelson was like, let's do Tampa. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I was like, All right. Whatever. Like, we don't know. We don't know anything. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as we were like going into it, like two weeks out, Texas Pro was the week after. So, like, we could have easily rolled in. I could have worked Sunday, Monday, rolled on into the rest of my peak week. But, like, two weeks out from Tampa, I was like, Nelson, I can't do another show. Like, I can definitely make it to Tampa, and I'm confident in that. I don't think that I can come out of Tampa, go into Texas, and be worth anything coming out of that. So, like, could I have made it? Sure. Would I have reversed much at all? No, because I was like, I was like, I'm using everything's getting used up. It's getting used. I'm not going to have very much left. And what I do have left, I need to use it to wind back. Mm-hmm. And it's it's almost like I had this little left last compartment. And if we used it for Texas, it was gone. And then there was nothing left. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. I don't know what you're going to get if we do that show. And this one else was yeah. like, you're right. And then it was like, why would I even? Because... 
if I qualified, I would have looked like dog poo poo. Oh yeah, at the Olympics. It's like I don't like. There's no benefit in trying to qualify. We just got the feedback we needed from a pro stage. Let's let's move along. Yeah, because that's the first time. Like I knew the Arnold, you were tired, but it's the freaking Arnold. Like it, you just you had again, you had to do something you had never done before, but. For this particular situation, that was the first time where I heard you say, hey, I'm tired. And like when she verbally said it, I was like, okay, she, this is, this has got to be it. She's got to rest. And it honestly, that was very similar to the same thing that um, Jordan had said to me after Atlanta. And I was thinking about Nashville. She said, here's the thing. You don't have anything to prove. First of all, you're a fresh pro. She was like, also what you have to understand is you are going to be in front of the exact same judges again. So therefore, if you are not better it is not going to benefit you. She's like, you have to be even better than you were when they saw you in Atlanta. Yep. And I knew at that point, I was like, I'm tired. Nope, I, I don't. Like, I knew I didn't have it in me to keep going. And there was no point because I didn't want to go bomb yeah. it again in 20. And that's something that I would say, not that it's not true at the regional and national level, because it is, but there's such a wider sea of people. You cannot keep everyone straight. People who've been competing for seven years, yes, you know their freaking face. And you have an idea of what they look like last time. But like, no, judges aren't comparing you on paper, score for score, what you look like at the last show. But they're human mm-hmm. beings. They can't, like, there's only so much objectiveness that can be brought because yep. they're humans. They have memories. They can't erase them. So especially once you start becoming a competitive pro and like Amber's face has been on stage consistently. Amber's not that forgettable. She's right. She don't have any hair and she's in bikini. So there's not that many bald girls or like Afro I, girls I or whatever they do. Yeah, I was literally getting ready to say that. It's just like, I'm not someone that just blends in. Like, if you see me once, you're probably going to remember me again. Right. And you were competitive. You were in that top 15. So go, and that's something Nelson has said to me too. Once we go Mm -hmm. into the show, and that's what he said at the Arnold. That's why coming out of the Arnold, we weren't exactly sure what show I was going to do because we had to see how I was going to respond initially because he was like, whatever stage you get on, it has to be better than the Arnold. They're not going to forget what you just look like. So you have Mm -hmm. to come out and you have to improve. So we had to take that first week, week and a half to like see how things were going. Did we need more time to give my body a little bit of rest before we pushed again? Or was it just getting better and we can jump in? Um, And that is, I would say it's, a little bit more true at the pro level because there's less competitive people and the the girls who are competitive tend bikinis you know bikini but you tend yeah. to fall within the same area if you're improving every time or you're improving in your placing so like if you're in that top five and you do a show in three weeks one of the judges is probably similar to, like, at least one of them is probably from the show you just did. Mm-hmm. And they're going to, oh, well, she's not as full as she was. Or, like, they know what's better for you. And if you've listened to Ashley Kaltwasser, she talks about this a lot because she's on stage constantly. And it's like, yes, I looked great. Yes. But I looked better two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wasn't my best. And that's not yeah. something that can always be overlooked. So you have, that's where strategy comes in some. 
Yeah. And then also going back to like judges and remembering, like when I was going to get my feedback in Atlanta, I went up to Mo and I was like, Hey Mo, I'm Amber. And she looks at me, she goes, every single time you introduce yourself, I know who you are. I've known who you were for a while. And I was like, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Because I never assume that anybody knows me, but she was my judge at my very first show I did in 2019. And I just so happened to be in the elevator after. And she goes, Hey, come see me tonight. I need to talk to you because you're going to be great. I said, okay, cool. Fast forward. When we did junior USA's together, I was checking in. She looked at me. She goes, oh, I'm so happy to see you here. You're going to do great. And so me not thinking those things, I just don't ever assume that anybody remembers me, but this is what they do for a living. They look at people and bodies for a living. So if they've seen you two times already, they're probably going to remember you. Yeah. And like they are like their job is to break down physiques and like body parts. And that's something that takes a long time to be able to do. And it's a craft that they've studied. So it's it's an important portion of their brain. It's not like they just sit down and like, okay, I'm here to judge today. <laughs> right. And it's nice to, because, you know, sometimes, I mean, we've all been on stage before and we feel like, oh, I got overlooked. But then when you get off stage and they see you, it's like, oh, it's kind of like at um, North Americans, we were looking at Attila Swimwear and we walked up and she looks and she goes, oh yeah, she's a pro now. She's like, oh shit. Okay. Like y'all really remember people. So it's kind of like, you might think they don't know who you are. But I feel, especially if you've been competing for a while, there's a higher chance than you realize that they do know who you are. So, yeah, be on top of they it. even they like it when we went up to Attila's table. She so y'all, she was I was gonna get a swimsuit because I had um, shoots at the Olympia and I wanted to like have one of her bikinis to wear for one of my shoots. So I'm looking and she's showing me all these suits that you need <laughs> boobs for like there's no structure in the booby part and there's no padding and I was like Attila I don't have boobs and she's like you you have boobies on stage I was like I fake that I'm very good at it but there's nothing like look at me in this dress there's no there's nothing and she's like oh okay <laughs> She's like, yeah, like she's like, you have boobs on stage. I'm like, yeah, but I don't, not for this shoot. I don't have boobs for this shoot. (laughs) No, if if I do that for this, it ain't gonna work. No. Do they remember? No, not at all. So that was July, and then August was Alexis's birthday, but she was a crip. Once again, that's okay. Was there anything else in August? That's it was, I think it was just show travel. I know North Americans was at the end of August, beginning of September. Kenley had athletes. Kenley had exciting. three athletes. We were up there for a week. Um, Pittsburgh's nice. Driving in Pittsburgh's not nice. Um, nah. It's like you're driving and you know how like roads can why? <laughs> well, this is like, here's the road. The why is over here. And then there's a, also a turn right. And the and you're going, the GPS is like, turn right. And there's like 14 options. And then you choose one of them. Which right? And it's like rerouting. 30 more minutes to get there, but only one extra mile. <laughs> <laughs> I, the city I cannot, but Pittsburgh's the worst one. It's like, yeah. it's like they were building on mountains. And they're yes. like, we're gonna, we're just gonna put all these houses in the rock, and put twenty million stairs to get up there. 
And now we have all this crap everywhere. How are we going to build a road? We'll just build it like this. <laughs> there was no planning. No. It, it's, yeah, Pittsburgh, beautiful. I've been there so many times now that I'm familiar with, you know, all the areas that we go in. But mm -hmm. whenever we have to go off the beaten path or anything, I'm like, oh, God, because it's it's confusing. It's confusing, but yeah. it's fun. It's fun. And um, then, North American. Oh, good. Well, yeah, we did that. And then um, what was in October? I stopped traveling in October. Yeah. I think after that, everything basically just kind of got like Olympia low key because yeah. Olympia. Yeah. I don't think I went. Oh, September. I went to Arizona for Rising Phoenix. That show was dope. I absolutely love that show. Uh, if you're prone, you're listening to this, do that show. It's amazing. It's a really good show. And they, ha and they have an amateur portion too. So if you live in that area or if it's not far for you to travel, like I was very impressed. Like that's honestly, that's one of my favorite shows. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's a good show. The um, I did not go to that show. Um, and then I guess Olympia was next. I spent a week... A little like nine days in Orlando. We went on Sunday. We came home on Tuesday. Um, so we did peak week there. Um, Amber did my hair and makeup. I had photo shoots. Amber and I trained together. I'm trying to think. That week was like, I did a really good job of like, being present I feel like that's why if you watch YouTube it's like little blips of crap because I didn't do a ton of recording once it got past like the third day that we were there um but I'm glad because I have like I'd rather have the memories if I had to pick one than just the footage and have to watch mm -hmm. the footage because I don't remember the memories um mm -hmm. let's see I competed on Friday, which I kind of like that setup because then Saturday I can still enjoy the rest of the Olympia, like the expo and everything. Um, Sunday. Did you do brunch on Sunday? No, I slept in because the Olympia went so late. I was tired. <laughs> Oh yes, you find yeah, yeah. That's right, because we watched we watched um it Saturday night with um everybody at Brandy and Pat's place. Yes, that was nice. Um yeah, that was nice, yeah. And then Monday we went to Universal Studios. Um me, right. Kenley, my best friend Lexi and her husband Julius, and then Brandy and Patrick. Mm -hmm. And then we drove home Tuesday. I worked, I think Thursday, Friday, and then Brandy had her gender reveal. I got to plan that. Yes. And that was nice because, like, you guys know I usually have little projects in prep. And, like, the Olympia just didn't have the brain power. I didn't do much other than prepping. Um, mm -hmm. So then that was nice to, like, come out of the Olympia and have something not bodybuilding related to focus on and, like, decorate for and plan for. And that was fun. Um, they did – they. So they're sneakerheads. So they did Air Force Ones, like a daddy pair, a mommy pair, and a baby pair. 
And then I had her log in to see what the gender was to her, like, um, my chart account. Um, where they made it tricky is they wanted to shoot paint out of water guns, which is a great idea. So it splatters Yay. the shoes and it looks cool. And then they have the shoes to, like, put on a shelf. Oh. But water water gun holes are very tiny so paint doesn't shoot oh. out of them so then i had to do this whole like concoction in my basement of like acrylic paint the ratio to water shake it up in a water jug let pink water go all over my basement um because you probably should have did watercolor so acrylic was cheaper <laughs> oh, okay. it was like 89 bottles <laughs> Because like, gotcha. the guns that they got were like huge super soakers so that they could like, no. yeah. So I needed a lot. So, I mean, it gotcha. worked. And then the acrylic, that it's watered down, but it still has like the acrylic base. Yeah. So then it'll dry on the shoes because they're leather. Right. That makes sense. Um, so then we did that. That was fun. It was just a little, <laughs> making that part happen was a little finicky. Um, and then I don't, there haven't been a ton more shows other than nationals. We went to nationals. Oh my, I, for, I forgot about that. I mean, and I posted that the other day, like nationals feels like it was so long ago. It was like four but weeks it was ago. Not. Yeah. It's been a long last year at the same time. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Four weeks ago. That's wild. Nationals was fun. We went to Texas. So that was cool. You had some work to do, some seminars there before the show. Yes, I did a posing seminar and then um, training and shooting with Gaspin Better Bodies. And then the um, I trained with Martin and Brady, which was nice. Um, destroyed my freaking legs. I was waddling to dinner. Oh, yes. That was bad. <laughs> it's good, but it was also sucky trying to fly home after that. Um, yeah, and then went to nationals. That was Elizabeth's second wellness show, first national debut, and she placed third. She missed her card by one point or one spot. One spot, yeah. Um, that was freaking awesome. And then we went, where'd we go? Yard house was it yard house? Yeah, I think so. I can't remember. Okay. Um, yeah, you're right. But yes. I've never been there. And then we waddled home. Oh, <laughs> Amber had me in this fancy, but you almost can't tell that it's fancy hotel. Oh, <laughs> y'all, Amber's not allowed to book hotels. <laughs> First of all, let me back up. The the Jersey one, that was 100% my fault. This one, originally, I was booked at the Westin. Yes. But they, they switched me here. Yes, they so moved this, you. This they moved fault. other competitors, too. Y'all, the Jersey one, she booked a Ramada. That was my fault. Ramada. That was yeah. my fault. <laughs> she was like, it's Ramada by Wyndham. So I thought it was nice. Th that's why I didn't think anything of it. Didn't think anything of it. I was like, okay. Well, Would the you ones stay at a Red Roof Inn like by Hilton? No. Well, first of all, that don't even freaking exist. <laughs> That's it. First of all, mm-mm. Anywho. When I pulled in, I was like, this oh, one was not my okay, I'm, 
this is Amber's show. I'm not saying nothing. I'm going to stay here. And I'm like put, pushing my buggy through the parking lot. I'm like, don't look at anybody. Do you see me fire? Why is there, why is there fireworks going off in the back? I don't know. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> I didn't touch anything. <laughs> I mean, we're still very much so pixelated, but the fireworks in the background were clear as death. That's weird. <laughs> okay, whatever. That's our sign to never let me book hotels again. Amen, amen. Well, in the, well the house that you booked in Atlanta, that was a nice house. In the street yes. that it was on, here. so mm-hmm. here's the house. Here's the road that's running, like, perpendicular to it. But if you turn down this road to go this way... You in the hood, there's houses that, like, the beams are broken, they're spray-painted. Very Atlanta. But if you stay on this street, it's fine. But if you go too far down that street, it kind of gets sketchy again. So, yeah, it's just because millennials haven't came in and revamped everything. You know, gentrification is a thing. But, no, that, and that's the thing, too, like, it's tricky because when you're doing Airbnbs, like, you can't really, you, you don't have the address, so to yes. speak. So I'm just, uh, the inside was sickening. It was a beautiful yeah. house. But I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, and, and that is, like, I've learned the price can kind of indicate it. Like, if everything for the trip that you're taking is $1,200-ish, $1,250, $1,300, if it's if everything's around that, but you find 900 and it looks nice, it's in a sketchy uh-huh. area, but the house is nice. So it's like we're we're like uh, they've just revamped the house, but because of the area that it's in, their mortgage is low, so they can rent okay. it for cheaper. So Okay. Which I will do if I'm not by myself. Like if it's not just me and some other girls. Yeah. So like that's what happened to us mm-hmm. in Vegas. And that's kind of where I realized that's the scenario because the house that I got was decently cheaper than the other ones, mm-hmm. but it looked fine. It had the rooms that we needed. It had two bathrooms. It was nice. Um, uh-huh. But when we when we were picking up the rental car, the rental car guy is like, I need to know where you're staying because he had to have the address of where the vehicle would be. And I told him and he's like sitting behind a computer. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see him. And he was like, you're taking a Dodge Charger to North Vegas and I was like he's like don't leave anything in the back seat don't leave anything visible put it in the trunk or take it inside you will they will bust a window they will take your stuff and I was like okay and then we pull up and I was like "Hmm, yeah I see what he's saying (laughs) but okay Kelly and Nelson were with me so I was like I'm not worried. No. They're going to pick yeah. their battle. They're not going to come try to break yeah. in. Now, if it was me coming and going from this yeah. house by myself, no, I'd be staying in a hotel. Yeah, no. A hundred percent. Yeah. that's Well, Marilla was with me. That's why I was like, ain't shit going to yeah. happen. Lowe's got it. Whatever. We're fine. <laughs> but that's good to know because that was my first time ever booking Airbnb for a show. And I think it was like, I think it was like around 900 or so. So that, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So like, you that just need sense. to make sure that like, it's not only going to be you or it's not only like for a bachelorette party, yeah. spend the extra $300 to be in a decent area. <laughs> yeah. No, and for real, like if you're competing by your, and you're by yourself, stay at a yeah. hotel. Like don't, yeah. If you're by yourself, just do the hotel thing. So where were, okay. Yeah. So we, Texas, this, um, it, yeah, it was called the Texican. And so it was very, yeah, it was Texas with a Mexican vibe. I mean, yes, the name but like, it was, itself. it was kind of like, 
the front and the actual hotel part kind of didn't match each other because like you pulled up and it was just like yeah. this little like half roundabout where like if you were parking somewhere like if you were parking yourself you had to probably go down the street or they had ballet mm-hmm. but i pull up in an uber get out get my stuff out and i roll in but it's like an awning there's a restaurant here and check-in is here but it's mm-hmm. not a building. And it's not even clearly indicated that check No, it's is just there. like, okay, well, there's a desk. Let me go in there and see. Um, so, yeah. they, But, like, you walk under the awning because you're not in a building. And then you're outside again. And it's, like, motel style. So the doors are on the outside. Mm-hmm. There is a pool. But it's, like, the doors are Pepto-Bismol color. And I was, like, that, I was, like, ah. It's tacky. I can't tell what this is. And so I like go and find the room. And then I go in and they've got like a gazillion snacks and like a fully stocked fridge. It was like boutique style. Like they probably took a motel Mm -hmm. and then made it boutique style hotel. It was very nice and clean and it was fine. But I don't know if like rolling up to it, if I was just looking for a hotel, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to stay there. Yeah, it was like I didn't get sketch vibes from it. I was I was just more so confused. Yeah. It was just a very confusing it was kind of setup. I was like, where like it it was a hunt that perfect. It was eclectic to the core. Like I never felt no. unsafe. I just couldn't quite figure out like, like what's what? the like, style where, where do I here? go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like what's they had like cornhole boards out. <laughs> yes. Hmm. It's like, okay, cool. I mean, if you were a drinker and you were there to party and you want to blow your money on hotel drinks, I mean, they had you stopped. You were good to go with that. So that was December, you guys. Nothing else happened. Um, Of course, holiday time. So that's the 2023 recap. Yes. Um, Pretty cool. Update going into 2024. This is the first day of the year that we're recording. Um, But... <laughs> I, so like coming out of the Olympia, um, that Sunday I trained with Martin and the way that he trained was different than the way that Nelson's always had me train. It was like more intensifiers and less Mm -hmm. like reps Mm -hmm. per volume. It was just a different style. And I really liked that style. So, Mm -hmm. um, I talked to Nelson and we like, we decided Martin would write me a new training split. He said, go easy at first. I don't really know what that means. Like, if it says it on the paper, I'm going to do what's on the paper. And I was just trading way too hard. I was burying myself. So Nelson pulled it back, but green light to go as of today. I can, like, go back to what it was. I just needed, like, kind of a health phase to let my CNS and everything recover from show. Um, I just, like, after a show, once we know what I need to do, which is grow, I like to just hit the gas pedal and that's not the healthiest thing. It's just, it's an unhealthy habit that I like mm-hmm. to have. Um, so we did the whole health crap and now we get to go hard again. So um, we will grow for a couple more months at least. And then um, shoot for shows at the end of the year. We've kind of got ideas, like eyes set on potential dates, but nothing's decided. So eventually once something decided, I'll let y'all know. Yeah, I love that. I started prep when I got back from junior nights. However, Nationals. life happened. Um, 
Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, nationals. My bad. Jesus, nationals. However, life happened, and I've just been in survival mode. So macros haven't been hit. Um, training has just been very spotty. I've been getting moving cardio in, but we know my body. I, I, I've never been this stressed before, and so like my weight, the way it has fluctuated, like it has been fluctuating. Like I'll be up four pounds one day, and then the next day I'll be back down too. Like it's just been all over the place. And for me, that's more frustrating. Not because like the number on the scale, but because like I can't control it because I had never, I've just never experienced this amount of stress before. And so it's just kind of like, until my body relaxes, until I'm not at this high stress, there's really nothing I can do. And I had like a couple of days where I was trying to train, but again, I guess the stress like fried my CNS and like, I was trying to, I don't remember what I was doing, but like I was getting dizzy and I felt like I was going to black out. And I was like, okay, like I, I can't. I can't train like this, which I was super excited because with my training program, I got permission to go heavy for a little bit. So I was like, ah, yes, I can go heavy for a little bit. And then everything started happening. So now um, I don't know, like we had some shows planned, but at the same time, like what I don't want to do is I don't want to start off prep in a stressed state because prep is already stressful within itself and you know yeah there are situations where it's like okay come on you can push through you can do it but then at the same time there are some situations where like if your home life ain't right if there are some things going on that are going to affect you to the point that it's got you so stressed out you don't need to be prepping so that's kind of where i'm at right now like today is honestly the first day that i have woken up in a month and have felt really good um, my weight's coming back down. I feel tighter. Like I didn't wake up with a headache. Like I had a migraine for like eight days. Like I don't feel dizzy. I have an appetite again. So things are slowly coming together. I'm actually going to go train today and I'm not going to go crazy. Although I would love to just go bang it out, but I know not to do that. So I'm going to just take it easy. And honestly, you guys, whatever happens, happens. I have like some YouTube videos that I, they're kind of spotty that I was trying to vlog and not so much, but I'm excited for this season. I've said it a little bit, but um, I'm probably about 80% sure this will probably be my last season competing, I believe. And there's nothing wrong. It's just where I'm at in life, you know, like um, business wise, I really want to focus on my business. And I'm not saying that you can't focus on business and compete, but for the goals and the things that I want to do. And then also just being true to yourself. It's just like, I like competing, but I love, I love getting people ready for stage more. You know, um, I love what competing has done for me. I love what bodybuilding has done for me. It has totally transformed my life. And it's honestly one of the best things that's happened for me. However, for me, like where I'm at in life, it's just kind of like, okay, well, I'm not old. But I'm 35. I also want to have a child. And so with trying to have a child, being 35 and competing, it, you know what I mean? There's just some things where it's just kind of like you got to take a step back. So this season when my body is ready, I am going to give it everything that I got. And that's another reason why like the show schedule is just basically all national shows because if this, if this is going to be my last season, like I'm not putting it in stone, but if it is, I'm doing every single show that I, that I want that my body will allow me to do. So that's what I got planned. Um, we're just going to have to wait and see what the body does. However, I'm just happy to be feeling better. And I'm hyped to get y'all ready for yes. stage. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So I already know Alexis and Michaela, they got some shows on the radar. Um, I know Cherish, she's kind of taking a moment right now. She's resting. 
Jordan kind of has some ideas. And then, I mean, my favorite show, I love doing national shows because I feel like that's when I get to like really meet all y'all and everything. And so, yeah, that's, that's what I got going on. We got a couple, how long? So this is 40 minutes in. We can answer mm -hmm. a couple of questions. Yeah. Can I pee first? All right. First question we got here. Tips for stress and inflammation in prep. I know you've said that it holds your weight up often. Yeah, for me, um, again, everyone's body is different, right? Recovery has always been a dicey thing for me. I'm just someone, unfortunately, I just, I require a lot of recovery. It's annoying. It drives me crazy. But the thing is, I have tried to push through the inflammation and it only makes things worse. It is better to take your rest day than it is to try to be a badass and push through because if you do not rest, you do not recover, you do not grow. Especially if you are in a situation where you need to grow, but you're realizing, crap, I'm not recovering, make sure you're resting, but also to like check your program. You know, like, is it is it too, like, is something off with your program? Is there a better way that you need to be training? Like, I know for me, like some weeks I can train five days, but then if I'm starting to feel run down, then I might have to break it down to four. Like that's kind of been how we do things with me. Like we'll push, 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 push until my body starts talking to me and then we'll pull back and then we'll push, push, push. But I think a lot of it is some people think that because I'm, I'm not generalizing. I'm just more so speaking from my personal experience. I had the mindset of, well, I need to push. I need to push push, 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 keep pushing through, keep pushing through. And I know that is what hurt me. So just assess your programming, talk to your coach, you know, making sure you're getting your body work done. You're getting your chiropractic work done if you need to. Um, hell, just trying to sit down and not be up on your feet all day. Like I have a job where even though it's a rest day and Alexis is the same way, like we both have jobs where it's a rest day, but we're still busting out 15K steps because we're just walking all over the place and doing stuff. So in sleep, go to bed. That's always my big thing. Like if I can't recover, if I just get more sleep, that always helps as well. Yes. Um, keep your water high. Pay attention to what does cause inflammation. So like until we are, <clears throat> my inflammation is much more noticeable in prep. Um, mm -hmm. just like as cardio goes up and food goes down, so that impacts recovery and stuff. Um, and I'm like neurotic about what I'm on the scale and all that. So we have learned that like, for me, check-ins are not worth seeing when we're far out from a show on a day that I work. So even oh. in the off season, if I work, like my technical day is Saturday but if I work Saturday, I'm sending my check-ins Friday. Or if I'm Friday, Saturday, I'll send them Thursday. Because mm -hmm. if I'm just waterlogged and beat up from working two days in a row, and then, like, because I don't usually check in immediately the day after working either, if I can help it, um, it's not a true representation of what I look like. Nelson can see through it, but then it just makes me crazy. So we found that, like mentally how I respond to it of what my body looks like like there's variables that can change obviously towards the end of prep it's everyday check-ins whatever and we just kind of watch and like I'll text Amber and I'll be like I was 146 this morning at three o'clock 
So I know I'm going to drop tomorrow. Like once I yeah. finally sleep, I know I'm going to drop because that's the same as my lowest. So like I've learned how to read it also. Um, but also pay attention to foods that are causing inflammation. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started paying attention to that, like towards the end of prep, I have to cut out gluten. So I can't have like my English muffins anymore. Um, too many egg whites start to get hard to digest. Now, like deep in off season, I've got all the enzymes in my stomach. I'm eating more variety mm-hmm. of food, so it's fine. It's not like an, it's not an allergy that I have, but especially in prep, the more you limit what you're taking in, the less enzymes your body will hang on to, to break those foods down. So foods can do it. Make sure your water is up there. If you don't have water, you cannot recover. You're, you don't have the circulation. Your blood's not getting to your muscle. Um, your body organs are not functioning how they should. And your body's just going to be like, mm, we're not building muscle. We're not recovering. We're just going to try to hang on to what we need for fight or flight. Yep. Um, those are the main things. Sleep, sleep, sleep. I was so less inflamed when I moved to day shift and when I prioritized sleep when I could. Because even when I made the day shift, I was still working four plus days a week not taking advantage of like sleeping at night when I could, not going to bed early on when I worked the next day, just like taking advantage of the fact that I do recover well. Mm-hmm. But just because you recover well doesn't mean you should push it to its limits. You should use that genetic trait to your advantage. Yeah. That's good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like just because you can doesn't mean you should. And something else that I had to do towards the end of prep because like recovery and me feeling beat up I had to get off the stair stepper yes at the beginning it helps it can get you lean but then once I crossed that threshold to where I'm just feeling beat up and I can't recover I can't I can't do steps anymore so Alexis got me a bike for Christmas (laughs) so that I've been using it and that is going to come in handy because some people have the mindset of, oh, you can only get lean if you do this particular thing. Well, if your heart rate ain't up, y'all, you're not going to get lean anyway. And then the tricky part about it is when you are lean, it's harder to get your heart rate up. So I understand why people like doing the steps because yes, it'll jumpstart you, but not at the expense of you not recovering because at that point you're not doing, it's just harming you. It's not helping. Yeah. And like everyone has their preferences and all that. But um, like you rarely will see me on the steps. Sometimes I'll use it usually on a day that is a lighter day, which now my training, I don't have a light day. um, So that probably won't happen. But like prior to the Olympia, the training split that I was on, I had like a pump, lower body pump day and um, just an upper body pump. So I did the steps because I didn't really feel like I didn't like training on that day because I didn't feel like I was doing much. It was moving blood. It was helping recovery more than anything. Um, Mm -hmm. But I would do the steps because I knew that I could recover from that. But like, I don't do the steps any other days because I can't train the way that I train plus do the stairs, then I'm trash. But if I train the way that I train, which is the most important, and then I do like bike or elliptical, it's less on the muscles and more on the cardiovascular system, then I could recover from it. So you just have to that's see the- what works for you. Yeah, that's that's another trick that I'll do too, especially like because like my upper body day, I mean, it, it got dwindled down to not much. So on my upper body days, because I'm not someone that's in LA, I need to hardcore build. I'll, I can do the steps. 
but on my glute days, because I want to make sure I am focusing and pushing hard on lower body days, I won't do stairs. Because to me, my priority is making sure my glutes are on point versus tearing myself up on the stair stepper. It's like, it's, it's just got to make sense and work for you. Yeah. Let's see. Your plans for 2024 and tips for first time competitors planning for their first show in 2024. That's a really good question. So we already talked about 2024 plans. So tips for the first time competitors planning for their first show in 2024. Go back to the very, very first episode of the Girl Gangs podcast, the prep for the prep. Listen to that. If you have not already. And then my second piece of advice would be understand that you're not going to understand a lot your first prep. Yeah, like a lot of the understanding is going to come in hindsight when you look Mm -hmm. back and you're like, oh, this is what they meant when they said this. Or backstage, this is what I did. I think this would have worked better for me. Like just like hindsight's 2020. And sometimes, especially in the midst of a deep prep, um, it's hard to see. We talk about um, prep goggles. Um, that's very true and it's hard to comprehend what's occurring right now. So I would say like the advice going into 2024, if you're trying to prep for your first show, get a coach, especially with how, um, developed bodybuilding has become bikini and wellness specifically it's going to be extremely hard to prep yourself for your first show. If your main goal is to see if you can, sure. If your main goal is to do the best that you can, I don't suggest it. You're not going to do the best that you can, never having prepped anyone and trying to prep yourself. It's going to be a lot of trial and error and a lot of error because that's how you figure out what works. You have to have the errors to see what is not an error. But if you want to try to win the overall it's not the best way to set you up to be successful. So can you do it? Sure. Is it advised? No, there's very, 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 very few people who can do it successfully. And that's not to say that you can't, but the chances are very low in where you bet, like bodybuilding is all of risk versus benefit. That's not a risk that I would be willing to take (laughs) if my goal is to do the best that I can. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. Because I mean, again, Prep on its own is already stressful. And then you want to add the piece of self-coaching, man. But You're like trying to assess what you did to yourself, how it came out on your own physique, be unbiased and decide what the next step is. Yeah. You, you, you can't see clearly like my God, on my pro debut, I was scared to death that my glutes are flat. Now, hindsight, my glutes were not flat. So could you yeah. imagine if I was coaching myself what I would have done? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Olivia was like, I don't want her, like, she keeps talking about her glutes. I'm, I'm really, I'm confused. Like, <laughs> I don't understand what she's saying. And I was like, I, I agree. I think it's an amber issue, not a glutes issue. <laughs> 100%. Crazy. And that's, so that's a lot why. of people. So like yeah. a common issue with self-coaching going into the show is either you don't hit the mark anywhere near it needs to be for leanness mm-hmm. in, um, composition or you're severely over dieted and stringy 
because you think you look bad so that you just keep pulling the calories, you keep upping the cardio, you keep pushing it, which will, Mm -hmm. it will keep moving, but you need someone who can say, this is your best look. They can get you ready early. They can play with the variables. That's one of the things that we are planning this year. I'm planning. I'm financially preparing myself, mentally preparing myself, work-wise preparing myself to do several shows before the Olympia. I want to obviously qualify for the Olympia again, shoot to do better, be in that top 10 this year. But if I qualify at the first show that I'm doing, I'm not dipping out like I did last year. That was our strategy last year because I knew I needed to make improvement. Um, this year, our focus is improvement now, and then see what we need to do to nail my peak, because that was our issue at the Olympia, it was a peaking issue. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I was talking to a bikini pro, I think, was it spring or, I don't know, summer time, and she was debating coaching herself going into the Olympia, and you know me, I mind my business. And she's talking to me and I felt like she was just kind of looking at me and I was just kind of like, oh, I wouldn't do it. I just told her straight up. I was like, girl, you're going to the Olympia. Like, now's not the time to be looking around trying to see if you can prep yourself. No. <laughs> like, you know, and I also had to tell her, she's like, well, when I first started, I did it. I said, okay, when you first started competing, God knows how long ago, first of all, the talent pool was different. Secondly, that's amateur league. And you're not just starting now. Like, it's not the same. (laughs) Yeah. I said, no, don't do that. But, you know, what she did is what she did. But, yeah, don't, don't, don't prep yourself, (laughs) y'all. Not worth it. Let's see. Last year's goal, do you achieve them in next year's goals? So we talked about next year's goal already. Last year's goals. Yes, I achieved mine in the realm of competing. My goal was pro card. Mission completed. Yep. Um, Mine too. I was at the Arnold. I won a pro show and I competed at the Olympia. Um, As far as competing, I mean, that's what I said at the beginning of the year. Going into the Olympia, I was shooting for top 10. I didn't make that. So that's still the goal until I reach that and can up it. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess like my goals, whenever I am able to prep and get, you know, get back on stage, um, my, and here's the thing, and this could probably go back to being a tip for first time competitors as well. You got to have realistic expectations and something that I've been really good about with me competing is understanding the game. You know, I understand the game, honestly, probably too well sometimes to the point that it can be a fault that I start to question things again to my own head, but realistically I set a goal for myself in my pro debut don't come in last place did that okay the next goal is let me see if I can get into first call outs I personally feel that is a very realistic goal for me just from my coach and what my feedback was I think that's realistic after that okay am I able to get in first call out at one show let me see if I can consistently get in first call outs those are my goals if I can consistently get into first call outs then I'll see, okay, well, can I get top five? All right, got that. Can I get top three? And if I can consistently get top three, then I'll see, hey, can I win? But I think it's silly for me to be like, okay, well, I had a 15th place. Let me go out there and see if I can win. Now, of course, like, could it happen? Absolutely. But setting realistic expectations for yourself helps you so much mentally, 
so that you don't get too ahead of yourself. I mean, hell, especially in bikini, anything can happen. Anything can happen. And then, I mean, you guys, there's so much strategy. Like, what shows are you doing? Like, you know, a lot of the pros that were competing at the Olympia, guess what? If they're not doing the Arnold, they're taking a break right now. So strategy for all you new bikini pros, if you want to go to the O, get in now. Because guess what? Once those girls are rested and they come out to play, it's going to be harder. It's not going to be impossible, but it's going to be harder. So those are my goals and be realistic. Yes. I just gave y'all the bikini game. You're welcome. (laughs) One more and then I got to go to the gym. Okay. Supplements and PEDs for women entering into the bodybuilding world. We don't tell you guys what PEDs to take. That's not my wheelhouse. Alexis doesn't do that. Um, As far as your supplements, that's tricky too, because I don't think people realize you got to get your blood work done sometimes. Well, you got to get your blood work done to see what you're deficient in. But I mean, if you're just taking your basics, like your vitamin C, your vitamin D, your fish oil, like all the things that you should be taking anyway, that's a good place to start. Yes. Um, as far as the PEDs and any supplements like that, um, my general advice is if one, you need to have a coach that is acknowledged and experienced in them is responsible, is not going to try to just drug you to the show. You can do that. You will trash your body. And then your competitive longevity is not going to be long. Um, You'll burn your mental out, but you'll also burn your body out and your body won't respond the way that it needs to. Um, if you have, if you hire a coach that says X, Y, Z, this is why I'm good, blah, blah, blah. And they send you a program that I had this happen recently. Someone sent it to me because I started taking a few clients. Um, 12 weeks out, you take this PED. Eight yeah, weeks no. out, you take this PED. Four weeks out, you add this one. No, you don't. That's not how you do it. That is not how you do it. Um, you don't know 24 weeks out that you need it at 12. Absolutely not. You don't know that whether you've been with that coach for a week or five years. You do not. Mm-hmm. Your coach doesn't know. You are going to respond differently every time. If you get a program like that, forfeit your money, bounce. Yeah. You, you just, I mean, and I'm just speaking from my own experience, like, you don't know how your body's going to respond. So if you're someone and your body just responds immediately crazy, like, you you just, you have to There's be mindful. There's no 16 because week prep, prep protocol. There's yeah. no, this is what you eat yeah. at 12 weeks. This is what you eat at six weeks. No, 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 no. It's a wait and right. see. Yeah, it's a wait and see. You, I don't care if you've got the quote unquote best coach in the world. You have to wait and see what your physique does. And, and that's that. So we'll end it there. And we'll save these questions for next week. Alexis is taking bikini, wellness, lifestyle clients. I am taking bikini and lifestyle clients. Do not ask me to coach wellness. I don't know. Okay. Um, Alexis, posing is open. You guys, national shows are around the corner. Get your posing in. Stage glam. My stage glam schedule is up. I say this all the time. I am a one-woman show. I know for a fact I will not be able to squeeze anybody in this season just off of how last season went. So <laughs> if you know you want to book it, 
please book it. I will not be doing 3 a.m. appointments either. So that is also going to make the time a little bit, you know, smaller. All the information will be down below in the show notes. Thanks for watching if you're watching and listening and we'll chat with you soon.